You're listening to Wholehearted with Jenny Muscatel, bringing you 10-minute wholehearted interviews with incredible guests to encourage you with the light and love of God. Join us each Monday by tuning in to www.christianmix106.com at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Jenny Muscatel, and you are listening to Wholehearted, where we have honest, faith-filled conversations with people whose lives have been impacted by CHD. Joining us today is Darlene Kuna. Darlene has been a practicing nurse for more than 40 years. She has held executive nursing and operational roles across multiple specialties, including critical care, emergency services, women and children's services, clinical education, care management, quality and surgical services, and physician practices, and has provided care to patients with CHD. She has served in executive leadership positions for the past 20 years for large healthcare systems and is highly dedicated to quality, safety, and the advancement of the nursing profession. In addition, she has held two adjunct professor positions at both the undergraduate and graduate levels. She has an eye toward innovation and believes in approaches to patient and family care that embrace compassion. Over the next few weeks, we will hear the role that Faith plays in the work that she does. Darlene, welcome. Thank you so much for coming and talking with us today. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure and honor to be part of your call today. Truly a blessing in disguise for me. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. I would just love to hear a little bit about your background. It's so rich and just so full. You have really spent the majority of your life giving to others. And where did all of that start for you? Well, I'll take you on a a quick journey back when my family lived in Dorchester, Massachusetts, and we would walk all nine of us, my parents and my seven siblings, my six siblings and myself, seven all together. We would walk up to St. Gregory's Church in Dorchester. And after services, we would cross the street and walk back towards our home. And we would walk past a hospital there called Kearney Hospital. And attached to Kearney Hospital was Catherine Labore School of Nursing. And it was a faith-based nursing school. And in the front of the school was a large statue of Sister Mary Caritas. And she had her hands outstretched with rosary beads. And I remember distinctively saying to my father as a young girl, Daddy, why are her hands out front like this? Mm. And he said, well, sweetheart, that's a great question. Let's let's walk a little closer. And we got closer. And he said, because she holds in the palm of her hands every patient she cares for. She never forgets the touch of the, you know, the, the emotional and physical touch um, of her hands and the care that she delivers. And as a young child, that just stayed with me. And every time we walked past that statue, I would stop and touch you know, it was just a, a small child. I would touch the bottom like her feet. And one day I said, I'm going to be a nurse and I'm going to come here to go to nursing school. And I did end up going there to nursing school. And then I subsequently went on. But I remembered distinctively that conversation and it, it just stuck with me. And I will tell you that, you know, I've been a practicing nurse for over 40 years and I've pretty much held almost every position within healthcare, but the most respectful one, I think there's actually two, right? The most respectful one is the one when you're invited to a patient's bedside, 
-hmm. when they're most vulnerable and um, and sick. And it is an honor and privilege to be invited to that bedside and to never forget that, to never forget that it's an honor and privilege. You do not have a right to be there unless they invite you in. So consider that a privilege. And then when I moved from the bedside into leadership, I never forgot the impact of the bedside, but that I had the power to influence care over a larger population. And so going back to school and eventually teaching, eventually becoming a chief nursing officer and overseeing the care of hundreds of nurses was to me another privilege. So I, I, I never forget that. I never forget that the work that I do, the art of human caring has never been a job for me or a career. It's always been a calling. And I think it stemmed from the time that I was that little girl walking with my siblings home from services and looking at that statue that just pulled me towards it. And to this day, I'm still gravitated to that, to that pull. There's so many things when you were speaking about that, that touched my heart. One, just what a beautiful moment for a daddy to share with his little girl and to see later, you know, does, does he know that story that that was the impact that kind of led to you wanting to become a nurse? So I will tell you that this is, you know, rather a impactful uh, meeting with you today because my dad had terrible heart disease he had his first heart attack at the age of 30 and his second one about 10 years later, which kind of left some devastating effects. He did know the impact that he had on me. He saw me volunteering in nursing homes as a young child and knew that I would eventually pursue that dream. But unfortunately, he never saw me graduate nursing school. But I know he saw me. Yes. He yeah. was watching. He was looking down. He was blessing. Absolutely. I felt him. Mm -hmm. I love that he said to you, come, let's look closer, you know, and then when you talk about being at the patient bedside and the privilege and the honor that that is when you're going into those vulnerable moments, there is within that as well, a let's look closer. Let's come closer. Let's be together, united. The nursing and patient relationship is a powerful one. How does faith play a role in that for you each and every day? Oh, my goodness. Without my faith, I don't know if I could do this work, right? Because whatever you believe is what gets you up every day and centers you, right? So for me, my faith is everything. I could not do this work without my faith. Faith-based nursing has really been at the core of my practice throughout my career. As I said earlier, I attended a faith-based nursing school and it embodied those core principles that I was taught as a child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you look at the gospel and you look at where Jesus spoke of the kingdom of heaven, when Jesus taught his disciples to pray, you know, our father in heaven, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. You know, my nursing is focused on that dynamic patient-centered care. It's really inspired by the qualities of Christ, right? And influenced by that presence of Holy Spirit. And I believe we are here to serve one another, humbly in God, right? That's what Galatians says, 5.13, right? And Mother Teresa, an icon of what it means to give back. I mean, she lived out and prayed. And let me see if I can remember this, right? The light of Jesus will be from all of you. None of it will be ours. It will be you shining on others through us. 
Mm -hmm. And there's power in those words. To care for others as deeply as a beacon of light from Jesus. If we really proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick, Luke 9, 2, right? You know, I spent, as I said earlier, 11 years as a volunteer parish nurse serving my community. And I learned how deeply the Holy Spirit shaped my practice. You know, I was a young nurse. I was fresh out of nursing school, maybe three years, four years, and started volunteering. It started with teaching catechism and all of the rites of Catholic religion. And then it stemmed to being present, just being present with those who were really, really sick mm-hmm. and saying, I want to do more and realizing we didn't have community resources to support all of these folks who just wanted to be home. And so I said, let's go do it. Let's go do it. Let's go be in their home. And, you know, I got a few other volunteers and we started ministering, if you will, to those that were sick in their homes. And for me, I don't think there was any level of education that taught me more than that. Mm. That taught me more than being at someone's bedside in their home and sharing with family, prayer, sickness, wellness, Mm -hmm. right? Tears, love, anger, joy. There was just such a wide variety of emotion. Mm -hmm. And that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good, right? The stages of grief, right? I lived it. So for me, when I look at the professional code of ethics for nursing, it really encourages nurses to make morally excellent decisions and that the Holy Spirit is instrumental in that. And Mm -hmm. we get to rely upon that in guiding our practice. And for me, it's all about your moral character and integrity. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're talking about just going into the home in your this whole array of emotions, even before you started naming those emotions, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I know you went and it was beautiful, but it's also not easy. You know, it's not easy work, but there really is such beauty in it. And I think of Jesus when he says go or he says follow, he flat out says, this isn't going to be easy, but gosh, it is beautiful. It's tough. You know, when you're holding the hand of someone who's at the latter stages of life and you're helping them to accept where they are and helping them to breathe Mm -hmm. and let in the light of God, boy, a piece of you is with them. I would say dies with them. And it truly does. But then you're reborn Because you learn from that experience and you bring that experience forward to others that you care for. That was Darlene Kuna and what a beautiful message of compassion and love. Tune in next week to hear more of this rich conversation. Thank you for joining us today on Wholehearted and thank you for listening to Christian Mix 106. Thank you for listening to Wholehearted. Remember to catch new episodes each Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on ChristianMix106.com. To learn more about Jenny, you can visit her website at JennyMuscatel.com.